Hello and welcome to the We Are Birmingham podcast. I'm Chris Golding. I'm Matthew Elliott. And deadline day has been and gone. Thrilling. Thrilling. Absolutely. I mean, yesterday was pretty dull. Edge of the seat stuff. We, we, we were expecting a expecting two or three to maybe come in at the last minute and as it was oh, well announced today Montero was the only last minute addition and that was probably yeah. a backup someone to someone that was maybe on standby and called upon at the last minute the very last minute considering he didn't even come in he didn't come to Birmingham did he they, they did the paperwork without any of that hassle so well they had seen the paperwork was obviously hassle because it took them until Whatever time today to get it to get it over the line. All finalised, um, yeah. But yeah, but all sort all sorted in in the end. It offers something different, doesn't he, uh, compared to what we've got at the moment? My only problem is he just doesn't seem to stay fit for very long. Well, that's the thing. He's uh, he's he's got something about him. He's he's offered plenty throughout his career. Yeah. But it's whether you actually get the best out of him. Um, whether he can stay fit and you can get that, the, what he's got, if you can get it out of him, if that makes sense. If, and that comes yeah, with no, fitness, doesn't it? So he, he's still he's still very quick. I've seen, at least he's seen very quick when he came on against uh, us last season uh, against it was, Swansea. Was it, was it three all that game? Yeah, he, he, he was um, pivotal. Yeah, he, Is that the word? he was very. Yeah, I think you're. Yeah, because he set up one of their. Did he set one of their goals? Yeah, turned yeah. turned um, Harding, Harding inside out. Yeah, back and forth. Yeah, he's definitely got something. Oh, it adds a little bit of a different dimension to us. He can play either wing. He can play behind forward. And I mean, looking at his stats, he's actually played as the forward before as well. So yeah, so you never know. A bit of everything I don't, from him. I don't think we're ever going to get 90 minutes out of him. I was having a look through his uh, recent career earlier on and he's only completed 90 minutes eight times in the last four seasons. Yeah, it's uh, more of a super sub role maybe. To, or, yeah, well, someone to, to go at people early maybe, maybe and then go off 60 minutes or something. Yeah, 18 games a season he's averaged in the last four as well. Although two of those, he was very, very injured. And then his career-wise, he's only managed roughly 22 and a half or something games a season over his span of his career, which is a little bit disappointing. Yeah, I mean, it's only a loan, so it could be that they've incentivised the the deal, maybe, in, in terms of appearance. I don't know how it works on on loans, whether you can take half of the half of the wages or... Normally, there's a there's a contract to take over, isn't there? So, it's yeah, I would say not sure what, what that looks like. But we we obviously know that um, Pep knows him anyway from from previous, and he did mention that Blues actually had tried to sign him last summer as well um, when Mister Monk was still here. So it's been someone that's been on their uh, uh, what's the word been on their list of targets for for a little while. So I'm sure he'll come in. I'm sure he'll come in useful. He will. He does offer a little something a little bit different, um, and it's been it's sort of topped off a a pretty good transfer window, all things considered. Obviously, we we missed out on that vital striker, but 
everything yeah, think, else is, is pretty good. I think that's the, the key point is that what it was a vital striker. I think yeah. at the moment, I mean, as we've just said, Montero can obviously play there if needed. Uh, yeah. We brought in Jimenez, so we have got that other striker. Yeah. But letting Vassell go now, we think that that was probably done the day before, sort of finalised and agreed. Yeah, was, it, was probably it sounds like that, that it was done because Blues thought they had somebody, at least one other striker through the door, or yeah. it was or quite close to signing, and that obviously fell through. And but by that point, the had already signed papers and and whatnot. So now, obviously, the the point with went. that could have been that Cardiff might have turned around and said, "Look, we're not waiting any longer." money's there yeah. take it or leave it do it now they obviously they've wanted to move for Salon so yeah. I suppose that they've probably thought okay we'll take it this deal's nearly done we'll do it move on um, yeah. and then haven't haven't actually got anyone in uh, obviously uh, there was talk about Gail being uh, very close and then having goalposts moved was there yeah, so apparently that the, uh, the so the story goes it was they were quite keen for to him to come in, but I've heard various different things. We've got the stuff that's coming from our local media that seemed to be saying it was quite close, and Newcastle pulled the plug, or, or they just kept raising fees. And but I've heard other bits from other people saying that Gail had no interest in in coming to us, and he turned us and West Brom down. So. It's very hard to know what to believe. It seems like we definitely had gone in for him, but you know, we also apparently we also tried for Naki Wells. We tried for who else was it yesterday? There's Benekophobi and there's a the Swiss um, chap uh, Dinamo Zagreb that they were trying to get as well. Apparently, so Connor Wickham you know, as well. Con- yeah, I'd heard about Connor Wickham. So who's a chap that's done Dinamo Zagreb? Mario Gravanovic, I think his name was. Yeah, Gravanovic. That might be something they go back and and look at at some point. And of course, there was the whole Pushkas saga that not entirely convinced that saga was as um, as people. Yeah, as people would like you to to believe. Um, you know, if I'm not saying that he wouldn't have chosen red and over blues but the way the deal was structured as well like two million up front and then the rest in add-ons if blues really really wanted him we could have done something a little bit more financially attractive for inter so i don't think too many people are too disappointed either um with that deal i think that a lot of stuff on twitter where people were saying he's unproven it's a lot of money for someone who it might come into the league and be absolutely dog shit to be fair and yeah. it does happen and you don't want to if you're going to be going for a risk from someone abroad where you're having a bit of, gam- of a gamble maybe not spending that amount of money uh, yeah. it's maybe a little bit much well they went very went out and spent money on him and they went after they went and got that Lucas Zhao from Sheffield Wednesday for 9 million and, and they've, I think they signed Kennedy from uh is it Newcastle? Is he at Newcastle now or Chelsea? I can't remember which one he's I'm one not is that, sure. But, they've, they've definitely um, gone out and thrown a bit of cash at it as well. Yeah, but they were they were under a soft embargo, so they must have done some fancy stuff with their accounts to be able to open up the uh, the, the checkbook like that. I think. But, yeah, well, there we go. So, so we, we we bought in one striker. 
we yeah. won the striker, which was Jimenez. Which we, now, we touched on him last week, didn't we? You might have done. I <laughs> okay, yeah, we did. Uh, we did talk about him last week. Yes, we did. Yeah, and you, so, you, you thought he was—he uh, looked a bit useless. Yeah, oh, yeah oh, well, I think when sort of diving into his stats a little bit more, and I can't remember if I touched on it last week, was he's played in various different roles. Yeah. Um, I think you said last that week that it was one in three goals in. As a, as a striker, yeah. yeah. Which then look, at, there was a chap on Twitter, Spanish journalist who uh, I think he was working for, worked for ESPN, who mentioned that uh, Jimenez is actually he's had that in his slot, the twenty goals a season in his locker for quite a while. Yeah, he he works really really hard. He is quite mobile. We say he can play in various positions, and I think a lot of people are quite happy for him to to get this move by the sound of it. And, is the team he left Almeria seen his fans seem very disappointed. So after a while, despite the fact that some of his goals still look quite questionable, you know, I actually feel like and watching him in training I, as well I, this week, he looks technically a lot better than I expected. Also, yeah, and I was going to say with the you're saying about his goals looking questionable, I'd say you still have to be in the right place to score them. You do, and, and steal, the, steal them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's so there's so many times that Blues look like they they could have scored if there was someone in the right place to score it, to, to put the goal away, essentially, to put the ball into the net. And yeah. there's so many times... I love Duke for his work rate, and I love what Shay did last year. But yeah. sometimes there's chances that go begging because someone hasn't made the right bit of movement and they've, well, they've just missed yeah. out on a sitter and now this guy comes in and that essentially that's his game isn't it looking at it he's he's in and around the box and he's there to, to put things in the net so yeah and he looks like he can do a bit more outside the box as well he actually looks a little bit more useful than than I thought so I think his link up play will be will be quite good and and, and important so um you touching on sort of the, the Duke and Adams thing as well like a lot of their goals were but a lot of Adam's goals were pretty spectacular, weren't they? There wasn't very many bog standard tappings no. for, for, for Shea. That sort of self-made, uh, turn your man and get a shot away. Exactly, yeah. So very, very, very good. So, in fact, our poacher's goals really came from um, Michael Morrison last season. <laughs> some of the, which you know is so maybe this is a it's it might be a good bit of business 1.5 million or something around that which you know is is nothing in today's market so it's you know i'm i'm actually now after a week i'm a little bit more optimistic um i think he might be able to he's probably he's more mobile than duke as well he will give us a little bit of a different option and, you know, so between the two of them, hopefully we'll see them score a, a fair few goals. But. Yeah, I reckon that as well, that we might see him uh, at some point tomorrow for the, the Bristol City so, game. Yeah. I think that 10, 15 minutes even at the end just to, to get a little out in. Yeah, definitely, definitely. He certainly looks quite like technically good from the tra- It's hard, always hard from like training videos that they, the club put on um, Twitter and stuff, but no, he, he looked all right. The, the player I'm most impressed about that we signed uh, was Fran Vialba. No, Fran. Fran. Sorry, I just call him Fran. Yep. If, if we do, if we, if we pronounce it the Spanish way, Vialba, you don't have to listen to that. 
fit. You don't have to really it's a, dispel the, it. The, the, the bit at the start just sounds too close. Well, let's, let's hope they've... I'm going to have to uh, beep they've... it out every week if we're going to be talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> if he's, imp- he's, he's going to be Albert. as impressive... <laughs> yeah. If he's going to be as impressive as we think, we hope he is, then we might be mentioning him a lot. But yeah. let's hope the EFL are going to let him put Fran on the back of his yeah. shirt anyway. We'll, we'll, we'll stick to Fran. <laughs> Yeah, um, really, really a good bit of business from, from my point point of view. Now, he's a bit of a an FM, a football manager legend from a few from a few years back. I know Liverpool, um, another, Man United, another, another football manager. Wonderful. Yeah, yes, it's quite funny actually because Pep today was saying, "Oh, they came to him. The the board came to him with this player, and Pep went to." The Valencia manager, he went to the Numancia manager to get some feedback. He spoke to player and like watched some, watched some footage of him. I guess they used Wise Scout or something along those lines, and then was really keen to, to to get him in, which which is great. But he offers something a little different. We've got another ball playing midfielder that can play as a ten. He can play as an eight. He can play wide as well. Little quite versatile. You you look like you sacrificing the height in the midfield a little bit or, or going forward yeah. should I say with with uh, him and Crowley but the technical ability just looks quality absolutely it, even, even the stuff is... sorry sorry mate just the, the stuff that they were doing in training going back to that video yesterday and the little tight area work him and Sonic both looked yeah. just different class on the ball. The the little passes that they were pulling out between each other, yeah. um, it just looked. Uh, I, I'm I'm excited to watch them. <laughs> I'm not expecting them to to do anything amazing yet, and I'm still not set on on the formation. But just technically, it's going to be nice to see some players that can move the ball around, and that's not yeah. something that's that's. It's going to be something that's new for Blues fans, but it's going to be something that people have probably wanted for a long time, but we haven't gone out and signed the right players. No. It's, and that's one thing about this transfer window as well, is that we've absolutely... OK, we didn't we missed out on that number nine. We missed out on the striker, but we've absolutely gone out and addressed needs. Yeah. That, you know, it's which been we a haven't lot done smarter, for a long hasn't it? it it's yeah. not, and we said this a few weeks ago, that it's we don't... If if we're going to spend money, we don't want to just go and throw money at play, positions, f- players in positions that we don't need. Yeah. And we've gone out and we've signed the type of players that we need to fill the positions that we need filled to play in in, in the style that we want to play. Absolutely. Let's 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 go back to Zola when you know he came in, wanted to play nice football. But we never gave him. We never got that centre midfielder that he that he really needed to help, you know, take the team forward. Now we've it, got. It was it was maybe slightly different. Just to to criticise that almost in that Zola came in midway through a season and they tried to change it there and then. There is that, yeah. <laughs> Whereas this 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 has had a pre season behind it, and they're they're yeah. trying to move forward. So, sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, it's good. I, I, you know, just having the players of uh, Vialba and Sunjic, Crowley, the technical ability of all of those. Like, we haven't seen anything like that in my lifetime. No, uh, no. we've had a few flair players here and there. Like you'd have Dugarry, or you, a few years before you had players like. Jose Dominguez, and, but you never, we didn't have a group of players that you know were actually 
out and out flair players that it's really exciting i think as well as as a blues fan I'm cautious though I'm still cautious I just hope it yeah you've got you've got to want it to click haven't you and you've got some good youngsters coming to it as well so um, I think that was it was it for incomings we oh I suppose a touch on the the Alba Fran transfer um, that it looks like it was you want to call him Fran I'll I'll call him Fran Um, (laughs) there's a little bit of sort of conversation around what that deal looked like from the officer it was we take on a season long loan Valencia can take him back after first season or we can sign him for three million and extend his contract but it looks like that we've taken him on a free transfer on a three year contract and I'd imagine there's all this talk about image rights and um, own it, part ownership but I'm under the impression that Valencia have got a 50% sell-on on him. So if he does go on to do something fantastic, they'll all, they'll end up getting half of the half the money when we sell him. You know, but we've paid nothing for him apart from sort of probably his wages and a signing on fee, which is in my book for a player of his age and his upside and potential is really good bit of business. Yeah, it definitely is. I mean, it, as always, you don't know what's going to be paid. On wages on the sign yeah. the signing on fee that's something that again we'll we'll find out in a few months when the accounts and well months down the line when the accounts and everything have to be put put out there um and then you can sort of dissect it from there to guesstimate at, at how much is there on wages and whatever but it, on on the surface it looks like a, a good bit of business um, one of the best yeah definitely one of the best things about it is his girlfriend. So I, I encourage everybody to check out our Instagram page, Miriam Motor. <laughs> you know that we might have female listeners as well and you're just alienating them. No, that's fine. They can go and appreciate that as well. She sells, she sells get, slimming coffee get if anybody's some, interested. <laughs> get, get some fashion tips. Yes. And, get uh, some, and just enjoy a few minutes on there. I meant women, obviously. Okay, yeah. Not yeah. that the blokes wanted fashion tips offer. No, well, any any blokes following will be following for uh, very different reasons, I assume. Absolutely, yeah. So, so a few, a few went out. A few went out, yeah. So we know the sale, which we spoken about briefly already, has has gone. Um, O'Keefe today has gone to Macclesfield. I think that's a season-long loan, is it, or six-month loan? I, uh, I think it's a season-long loan, but we can recall him in January um, okay. if, if we want to. And oh, then there's, okay. th- there's going to be a few more as well. I don't think he's going to be the last one that goes from there. No, from I think there's, there's a handful that featured against Portsmouth that I think we'll probably see go yeah. out on loan. Maybe Truman as well. There, yeah. uh, Cogley went the out yesterday. After signing a, a contract extension, yeah. which is very weird because yeah. I was not expecting Blues to give him a contract extension. He's twenty-three, isn't he? He'll be twenty. He's definitely more one of the more senior ones that are twenty-five, twenty-six by the time his contract finishes. And I, yeah, I'm still yet to see anything in him. I think was, a, he, was his debut the best game that he's ever had for us. Uh, it was against Brentford, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. A few years, Rowett played him against, against Brentford. Yeah. Yeah, he's never really kicked on. Uh, obviously, he played quite a few games under Zola, which 
links into his move to Crawley because Gabriel Kiofi uh, is the manager of Crawley and he was uh, Blue's defensive coach yeah. when Zola was here. So he obviously saw something in him to, to take him down there. And I think he can quite easily play League Two level of football. I'm just a little bit, it's a bit of a head scratcher as to how he ended up getting a, a contract extension. But maybe he's good around the squad, I don't know. It's maybe, oh, yeah, but again, you don't know the, the terms of the deals that he, you don't know no, what's, no. what's in there. So, No, true. Uh, yeah, so as I say, Vassell's gone, a um, little bit disappointed. It didn't really work out from here, but ultimately I think we probably doubled our money on him. From, Le- from the sound of it, yeah, left a very nice message on Twitter as well. He did, yes. I was quite, I was actually quite surprised at that. I wasn't sure I was expecting it, but you know, it was a uh, no. Well, there'd, there'd been some talk that he was, uh, that he wasn't being very complimentary about the the club and fans, but it seems that any talk like that was um, wider than mark potentially. Um, well, yeah. So uh, I'll, I'll just read his tweet. Um, as many of you already know, I've signed for Cardiff City FC. First and foremost, I want to say a massive thank you to everyone at BCFC. Despite injury, absolutely love my time there. Great bunch of lads and amazing fans. I wish them success. KRO, as for me, the hard work continues. So, yeah, yeah like I said, a nice little, nice little parting message. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, good luck to him. Hope he does. Hope he does all right. They never quite worked out here. I don't, obviously, the injuries never really helped him out, did they? Had sort of a double injury that was a bit extended time out. Yeah, but, I yeah. mean, fans always wanted him to do well and wanted to see a bit more of him. But it, it was obvious that, I mean, towards the end of last season, that under Gary Monkey probably wasn't getting very much time anyway. There were times that he could have came on. Didn't know whether that was maybe injury related, uh, but then this season as well. Throughout pre-season, he hasn't really had the uh, the best of lookings, so he hasn't just no, hasn't worked out, has it? It hasn't worked out. I mean, say so he scored that nice goal against Swindon, didn't he? But that was pretty much it. He sort of, yeah, it has. It's say it hasn't worked out. These things do happen. We've ended up selling a player for pretty much double what we paid for him. Yeah, and uh, that is not. Bad business, I don't think. No, um, it's one. It's one of those though where you just think you can just see him at the end of this season having twenty-one goals or something and and scoring and, against us. Well, uh, <laughs> we'll we'll see about that. I it probably will happen, but it's one way you can just see it coming back to bite us in the ass and and yeah, just turning around saying, "Why did we sell him?" But yeah. Oh, well, well, you never know. We still could delve into the free transfer market and bring somebody in anyway. Um, so we will see. I wonder if he'll what's... bring his dog. <laughs> You're really intent on this Daniel Sturridge thing, aren't you? <laughs> uh, yeah. you, you just I'm, never know. I mean, I'm not, well, yeah. I mean, if they're talking about the daft money that we're going to try and pay Dwight Gale, um, yeah, potentially you could maybe see something, but... I think he's probably got bigger fish to fry than, than, than Birmingham City, but I guess he does come, Origi does come from around this sort of area, so yeah, we, you, you never know. But um, I think that's pretty far fetched. I think we'll, we'll Into wait my and see house. Still <laughs> my dog. 
that's good. That's, that's, that's a good impression. No, no, uh, it probably wasn't. <laughs> I actually thought you, know, I keep, you had him as a guest on the podcast. Uh, I keep, I keep saying that I'm not going to do any more impressions because I'm so shit at them. And that was actually not it. too bad compared to some of your other ones. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, um, you never know. There's a few players out there that um, we could still snap up. So Balotelli. Maybe, and again, maybe a little bit far fetched, but for, I wouldn't put, for, for Mister Dung. I wouldn't, put, yeah, I wouldn't put it past Dong trying. Um, Lorente. Um, that doesn't. He doesn't add anything though, does does he? He, I mean, he, he speaks the lingo. Exactly. He speaks the local lingo, but yeah. he doesn't add anything. A Spanish flair. I'm sure I saw the red. Some read something about him maybe going to Man United or something a couple of days ago, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. We will. Uh, we'll see. He still might end up back at Tottenham, actually, Lorente. Yeah. You you know, you, the longer he goes without, I think Tottenham know what they're getting there. But yeah, I think we can maybe rule those three out. But there's going to be someone knocking around um, to Europe somewhere that is out of contract that you know we could they'll they'll probably hunt down and find it. Maybe Femi Martins. Well, he is available. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's 487, but he's available, and I'm sure he would come back to Blues. <laughs> Still only a 24, I think. Well, yeah, depends what you read, doesn't it? But, which passport? What, yeah, which passport, which birth certificate you read, <laughs> it tells you. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Who knows? Um, it's a shame we couldn't get anybody in, but, you know, um, we might see somebody coming on a free. Pep certainly hasn't ruled it out based on his um, press conference today. So, on to the last week's games. Uh, we had Brentford and the League Cup game against Portsmouth. And I think we'll, we'll start with the disappointing result, but also promising, um, we'll say, line-up squad. I don't know. Um Debuts. It's, yeah, it's, <laughs> it, I mean, it's it was a promising day out. <laughs> yeah, day out, yeah, day out. It was nice to kids. get a few debuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's nice to get a few debuts. Um, they acquitted themselves quite well. Not not brilliantly. It wasn't a brilliant performance. In fact, some of the more senior players probably let themselves down more than the younger kids. <laughs> yeah, I think you, you think you, you you're probably right there. I think. Um, Cogley, Lakin, Stockdale. All, Even Harding didn't have a, an outstanding game. Not great, no. Um, yeah, it's, 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 some of this, yes, to say, some of the senior players are a little bit disappointing. But you know, Jude made his made his debut at sixteen years and thirty whatever thirty eight days old, which you know, as everyone knows, broke. The, the record that Trevor Francis had held for such a, a long time. Uh, he yeah, can't see that being beaten in a while either. Although, no. although we ha- we have got some good young players coming through. It's, it, maybe it's, maybe his brother beats it. Yeah, Who maybe. knows? <laughs> maybe Joe comes through comes through and beats it. Um, felt a bit sorry for for Bellingham. Obviously, was in a essentially what was a front three of with Crowley and and Lake in it. Yeah, no, a, no striker because of uh, Vassell's deal being agreed yeah. late on. Yeah, so it's, a, it's essentially a false nine. But I mean, for a lot of the game, you saw Bellingham helping out Cogley and 
parding it right back. He seemed yeah. to be back there sort of mopping up for them quite a lot. Didn't shirk defensive responsibility, even though he was probably supposed to be playing a lot further up the pitch. Yeah, he didn't at all. You know, and he didn't he didn't look out of place physically at all. Which, no. Statistically, um, I know was... he did well as well. There was a few stats pages that were putting things out on there and yeah. three, drib- three dribbles, three successful dribbles. Um, the, the passing stats as well said that they were yeah. quite high. No, he was, he, was, he, he was fairly impressed. Some of the Portsmouth fans that, that I know had spoken to said they thought he, he stood out as one of, our, one of our better players as well. So I mean, it bodes well for the future. We'll probably see a little bit more of him going forward um, this season, maybe. So, yeah, I think that was um, expected anyway, wasn't it? But uh, yes, yes. Now that now that that debut's out of the way, well, that was a big thing. Get him out on the pitch, wasn't it? So, that's it. Um, we also had Bajrami. He um, played fairly well. I, I thought he had quite a solid game, and a, a lot of people that I've spoken to have commented on his ability on the ball as well. Uh, he's yes. very composed on the ball, which we've obviously... He knocked I think the ball around quite nicely, we, I thought. We've so. spoken about this before, I think, haven't we? That he's we very been. highly rated in, in, in terms of being able to play out from the back. Um, and maybe Joe Redmond does more of the, the defensive dirty, dirty work, work yeah. Um, yeah. whereas Badrami is a bit more classy on the ball, a bit more of yeah. a classy defender. Both, you've got place for both of them, but the way that we're going at the moment that looks it, it looks like we could probably within a few months rely on him if we needed someone to come in obviously we've got uh, Clark Salter um, on loan who played the other night as well yeah. um, and I, for me personally I thought Badrami actually had a better game than him uh, yeah I wasn't overly impressed with Clark Salter I'm still to see I mean obviously we don't see him in the friendly against Brighton and this game against Portsmouth uh, I'm not overly convinced I think it might be a while before he sees any game time with, yeah. with, with the first team I imagine he'll be on the bench um, he must have something about him he's at Chelsea he's an under 21 captain but I'm not seeing it at the moment it might just take time to settle so you know, Seddon obviously played as well um, carried on from his performance at, at Brentford but I wasn't expecting to see him start actually after I thought they might be sort of saving him for, for the first team, but yeah, well, I think maybe was, was Grounds injured? Grounds was um, injured, Cater's injured, uh, but we obviously in, had, and in Dubai, apparently. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ryan Burke we had uh, left uh, on the bench, didn't we? So he, I mean, he could have played potentially. Yeah. yeah. So who actually we have as uh, debuts on on that night? So Odin Bailey came on in the second half for uh, Crowley. Yeah, didn't really have much uh, m- much to get on on, on the ball uh, attacking-wise. I think it was pretty much the game was dead then by no, that point I mean, anyway. Yeah, I mean, it was... Not a few nice after. touches, but... Yeah, his movement was quite good as well. I, it, I think it bodes well. It's a shame we didn't actually play him from the start. I think I probably would have preferred to see him as the um, as a focal point, as yeah. a, as a striker he's probably the closest thing to the striker the closest thing in that squad to a striker as well wasn't yeah, it yeah so I, I agree and I'm, I'm I not quite sure why he didn't go down that route but uh, and then we had Boyd Munts as well came on um, towards the end of the game for Bellingham who did um, you know, say he didn't really have a lot of time to, to make an impact on the mm-hmm. game but didn't say didn't look out of place we also gave a uh, and this, this has caused 
um, a mixed reaction, shall we say. Um, so August Medina made his full debut for, for Blues. And yep. I thought for 45 minutes, very tidy midfield player, sitting there just sort of ticking things over, worked quite well with Gardner, threaded a few nice balls through to Bellingham and Crowley and linked up quite nicely. Yeah, again, statistically, passes were, I think, was 78% completion, okay. which for someone who's consistently looking to get on the ball and offer themselves, that's that's pretty high. That's by no means low, is it? Um, no, no. People saying that there were... There were um, a lot of backwards passes. I think, to be honest with you, it was just trying to find that outlet to it, trying to find that ball forward. And so when you haven't got to, a, a, sorry, go on. Go on, just to jump in, it was eighty-seven percent pass yeah. accuracy. Did I get it backwards? You, you did, yeah. Did bit but, dyslexic. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it was that, you. Hang on, you I'm are on. right about most passes going going backwards, but that's not necessarily a bad thing if you're keeping possession if you can't go forwards go backwards or sideways as long as you keep the ball yeah I, uh, but at some point you have that. got to go forwards and yeah. he did look to play forward passes as well and there was one in particular I think it was just at the start of the second half where he played a lovely ball over to the right hand side I can't remember who it was that he played it to. it might have been Jude um, and it, it was lovely it wasn't even a long ball, like a just mid-range pass mm. uh, with some height on it and some curling. It was it was a lovely ball, but yeah, uh, I think that he, he maybe looks like he's going to struggle a little bit to begin with with the pace of the English game. Yes, uh, he struggled agree. to keep up. Yeah, maybe a little bit of fitness as well. Yeah, uh, it, it, but that again, that's everyone. If you're not playing first-team football, you're going to struggle with it. So. Match, yeah, and this fitness. is probably most. This is probably most likely the most intense um, preseason he's probably had in his yeah. in his career as well. So well, he will Spanish have a lot... Sunday morning football essentially. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> he'll have a lot of catching up to do. But I mean, I, I thought he was okay. He he started blowing out of his backside around sixty minutes, and he he then got a little bit sloppy, and he wasn't tracking his, his man, and you know that's when he started to tail off. But I don't. I can still see a place for him in, in this squad um, given time. But we'll see. They've got another... Uh, the end of the month until he could potentially go to Cornea. <laughs> so, or somewhere else, who knows. But I, um, I would like to see him stick around, see what else we can do with him. Anyway, I think that's probably enough about talking about the, the Portsmouth game. Um, the result that was maybe a little bit meaningless. It was more about getting some of the younger players involved. So let's move forward. Yeah. Or backwards, or backwards. to Saturday. Yeah. So yeah. Brentford on Saturday. It was a, yes. a nice little cheeky three points that we picked up. And a nice uh, bit of winnings for you after you. Well, yeah. So the last, last week I, I predicted the the one nil in our predictions on here. Um, don't normally back my own predictions, as stupid as that sounds, um, I, I, because they very rarely happen. Um, and we were in the pub on the uh, just an hour or so before the game, um, yeah. and just had an inkling. I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to put that on." 
<laughs> just just thinking that we could probably keep that clean sheet and nick a goal. Uh, and as it happened, it was exactly what did happen. It was uh, yeah. Didn't uh, we? We didn't look amazing going for. Oh no, we disagree in some ways on this performance. I would have liked to have seen a bit more of us showing that we're going to try and play the ball around. Understandably, we were going to come under a lot of pressure. It was a tight yeah. pitch. Um, Brentford were always going to control a lot of the ball. When we yeah. did have the ball, I would have liked to have seen a little bit more from us. Yeah, no, I, I, I completely get what you're saying. And I don't know whether Blues changed tact um, shortly before the game, as in like a couple of training sessions, or they always intended to, to do this, or whether it was driven by the performance against Brighton. But they kind of went almost to back to Rowett slash Monk type football in terms of backs to the wall, defend for your lives, try and hit on the counter, which we didn't even really do that. Nick nick a goal at a set piece type 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 thing. And I know that you a lot of yourself and a lot of others are quite keen to see us try and break into the more expansive brand of football attacking wise at you know, and I think we will get there. But I'm actually kind of glad that well I am glad that we went back to basics for this game against against Brentford because I think the result was far more important than anything else on it was it was important to get off to to a good start and I think had we tried to play football against them we probably just would have got picked off and it could have been quite a demoralizing defeat see I just think I think there's a middle ground and I, think, I don't I think, you're think we right. found that middle ground. I, I don't think we found it on Saturday. I think it was very much, like you say, we went back to basics. We didn't stop halfway back to basics and do certain things. We just went all the way back. There was no, there was no sign of a footballing team out there. And look at, I think, the, just look at the the way that we played. It was it was very direct. It was there was occasionally there was. Bits between Crowley and and Magoma, they where they and uh, occasionally uh, Colan, they tried to sort of sort of link up. Didn't really didn't really come off. And I think Brentford have to you have to give Brentford some credit for like not letting us play as well. So much like we did to Brentford in the second half, where we took a little bit more control of the game, or at least just let them play in front of us. Um, I think you just you need to give them a little bit of credit by, by giving us sort of pressing us quite high, not letting us do anything with the ball. Maybe, um, maybe we've done. <laughs> it's I know where you're coming from, and I think yeah, away from home, the onus is, was on Brentford to come at us and play and try, and try and play us off the park. And you know they did that for the most part, but they didn't score any goals. I think when we get to Brentford, uh, sorry to Bristol City, Bristol City on Saturday. We'll probably have a bit more um, control in the game and try and play a little bit more football. I don't expect us to do have the same sort of tactic because yeah, the onus is going to be on us to be on the front foot. So yeah, it's going to be an interesting one. I think that that switch is a very hard thing to to do on and off. That's why I think I'd like to have seen us have a little bit more in the game against Brentford. 
just simply because it's it's very hard to go. We're going to play the ball around now. Now yeah. we're going to be very direct. Now we're going to that that's a hard switch to make. Um, to to I just go course, right, we're going to play like this today. Um, but I think we've spoken about it already, haven't we? Like we will we'll see this, uh, and I, I think someone's already. In fact, I think it might have been Paco in his first interview with the club. He said, "We want evolution, not revolution. We can't change everything." in one go we're just going to have to try and do things slowly I completely see that and I'm not one of these supporters that is saying where's this dung ball where the fuck's it going I'm not one of them but we haven't seen anything it's almost like we've shit ourselves on the way there and said right we're going to change how we're playing completely and we're going to roll back to to this negative football did you say um, anti-football <laughs> yeah yeah I don't know I, I think maybe there might have been they they may this is why I don't know like did they decide to do this just like the training session before or they decide at the, after the Brighton game let's change tack or was it because maybe Sunjic is that important to them in their midfield that because they couldn't get international clearance for him initially and he wasn't going to be available obviously he was available but they made plans with Davis in there to go Right, let's just go back to basics. So there could be a, a, a number of reasons. I'm kind, I'm, I'm okay with it because you know, in the end, we got the result. And so I, don't, I can't remember how long it had been since we won our first game away from home. Some, and to, I know they mentioned it on the website, and on Colin Tatter mentioned it in, in an interview as well. It was like 20 years ago or something. 20, it was 22, and it, <laughs> the only reason that. I'm pretty sure it was 22, and it was because the reason that I know that is because Brummy, sorry, Tamworth Joe, put on his uh, <laughs> Tamworth Joe put on his Instagram. Um, it's 22 years since Blues last won away, and it was like, <laughs> what, whatever, <laughs> 22 yeah, wow. years. Okay. That would explain why we finished so far down the table, not the nine point deduction. I'm sure we won a get an away game last season. But yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it, I think it was 22 years mm. uh, since we won an, uh, an opening day game, opening nice. opening day away game. I'm trying to think when that would have been. I would. I, I want. I, I'm sure it's. I'm sure it is somewhere. I should, we'll, we'll I'm, I'm sure it's somewhere as well, mate. Yeah. Well, I need to have a look at that and see if I went sat with my dad or something. I, I'm, yeah. I'm sure it is somewhere. It will be somewhere. <laughs> it will be somewhere. I'll find it. All right. <laughs> But yeah, so what a very hard for one nil win with the you know probably the best header you'll ever see in yeah. the history of the game. And rightly so, people have said on Twitter, if Ronaldo scores that, Sky Sports News are playing it all day the oh, next 100%. day. Oh, hundred percent, yeah. But because you just uh, Christian Pedersen who plays for Birmingham City, who Sky hate anyway, then. Yeah, just sweep it under the carpet. Yeah, and in fairness, uh, Colin Murray on Quest was actually saying the same thing. He was, yeah, he's great though. I, I uh, think he's really good. He's yeah. very, very unbiased. Yeah, so he's very, very neutral. Very good. Yeah. But yeah, he he was he, he gave it all the plaudits. He was very complimentary about it. Not so much about the, the game, but the goal. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't even see it mentioned on Sky, did you? Was it on there? Was it down for goal of the day at all? I don't know. I, don't know. I think we would have seen that on Twitter, wouldn't we, if it was down <laughs> for goal of the day because there would have been numerous people retweeting it. But, 
Yeah, absolutely right. Hundred percent. If that had been Ronaldo with that header, then yeah, it'd be all over. Uh, it would be all over Sky. It'd be viral on like on millions of hits on uh, retweets on on Twitter and stuff like that. But you know, um, I actually was listening to radio a couple of nights ago, and I think it's Mark Landon who's a digital editor of the Racing Post. Who's um, I think he's an expert on European football. He he. His comment around the the Blues Brentford game was um, that we were very disappointing, and he's probably he's probably not wrong. And um, he referred to it as a very lucky header from eighteen yards out. So no, I'm not sure it was lucky. <laughs> it wasn't lucky, was it? I mean, I think as as Pedersen said, he just thought, "Fuck it, let's go for it," and you know, it was on target. Beat 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 the keeper, and uh, absolutely powered it as well it was yeah it was literally like holding the shoot button down as you were going for a header on FIFA or something it was, I uh, did like his probably. interview as well because he did that was me I know I'd normally do I am I, not, I normally do swear but Pedersen himself actually with his interview with Blues TV did just say fuck it I'm just gonna go for it yep uh, so yeah fair, fair play Pe- to him the, the the longer that Pedersen's here and this, this probably sounds really bizarre because He's not English. He's he's got no affiliation to blues, but he just he, to me he reminds me of a blue, a typical blues fan that's got something about him that's made it into the blues team, and he, he's just like he could be at, sitting in the stands, yeah. and he, he's just this guy who's made it onto the pitch, and yeah. just the way that he, the way that he plays, sometimes his attitude. he plays that way as well. Yeah, but <laughs> like, even with speaking to fans and like with the whole um, the video about. Grealish last season, um, oh, yeah, yeah. saying that he'd fuck him up or something, and just yeah. he just reminds me of just like he's a normal bloke, he's a supporter, but he's out on the pitch. Yeah, I think he's a very good fit for Blues. Yeah, I was concerned he was he wasn't going to stick around. I thought he might have been unhappy, but you know he seems to be enjoying himself and. He's also seen him score a couple of goals pre-season. He scored the goal. Um, Top scorer on, now this season as well. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Long may it continue. Um, hopefully not. Well, no, um, yeah. I was going to say, hopefully <laughs> yeah. not, <mate>. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, we may have already replaced that um, goal threat that uh, Michael Morrison gave us yep. uh, last season. So just, just keep, allowing you can him to go. Because yeah, he was never allowed forward last no. He was never forward last season, was he? It was very... No. Very strange to see him, but yeah, great result in the end. Yeah, really good result in in terms of the result. Um, I thought we defended really well, and hopefully we can just build going forward. That's it. Just that's. I just want to see a little bit of spark and a, a little bit of what we're trying to do. Just put a little bit in there. Just like season well, we, it. Just season well, we, it. <laughs> well, we saw we saw the. The, the younger lads try and play against Portsmouth, didn't we? Yeah, we did. So, you know, there's, they're still obviously wanting to, to, to play that way. And I think, again, at home against Bristol City this weekend, we'll, it's more the onus is more on us to to play attacking football. So, you know, I, and I think we'll, we'll see that. Maybe, maybe. Uh, look forward to it. It's a... Uh... It's going to be very, at the very least, it's going to be interesting. Right, before we move on to look forward to the Bristol City game, we're bringing in a new a weekly feature 
on the podcast. Um, or, off or, the back, no, maybe not weekly. Maybe just when it's needed. When it's needed, but yeah. I have a feeling it could be weekly. <laughs> so, uh, knowing blues, I think it could be weekly. So, off the back of um, Pep Plotet's, um press conference uh, last weekend, where he mentioned Augustin August Medina, and Pep had said if uh, Medina doesn't perform or isn't up to the standard, he'll get sent to Cornea yeah. on loan. Just so. Each week, um, we'll pick something, whether it's a blues player or something that's happened with the boardroom or maybe fans-wise or something on Twitter. If there's something that's blues-related, we're going to put them into... We're going to send them to... So, so as, as as a good example, that guy the other week who was on about Stuckdale's car... Yes. ...in the car park. Yeah. What would we do? would send him to Cornea. Aye, aye, aye. Send him to Cornea. Candidate-wise, um, obviously we had quite a young team out last uh, against Portsmouth in the, in the Cup. Well, youngish. Quite a few um, Davies for the, for the kids we've already spoken about. Uh, you've, when, you've, when you've got the kids in there, you tend to want your more experienced players uh, to, you know, at least put on a performance and act as a role model, you know, and just, you know, be that rock for them. Um, and I know he's, he takes a bit of a battering every every now and then, anyway. <laughs> but what I'm, I'm very, I was very, very, very disappointed in the performance and just overall attitude um, of David Stockdale against Portsmouth. And I know like he takes a bit of say he does take a bit of a battle on social media from from fans and but uh, he just a couple of those goals he could have done so much better with, and he just acted like a bit of a numpty when there was a bit of a ruckus as well, and just he- tried to headbutt Bajrami as well well, yeah, I mean that's the question was it look, kind of looked like he may have done I don't think I want to headbutt Bajrami I think he probably turned around and knocked him out but, yeah. I actually think that he was just trying to shrug him off, but the actions that he a, made it's just a funny way of doing it, isn't it because he wasn't even didn't he really even really have like much of a, a, an arm round him he was just sort of there and it was it was yeah it was just like, like watching the fat kid at school get really angry about something but it's a yeah. So on so on that basis, just a because he could have done better with a couple of those chances, um, and for his bizarre actions, um, I want to send him to Cornea. Aye aye aye, send him to Cornea. So Bristol City on Saturday. Yep, first home game of the season. Yeah, can't wait to get back to St Andrews, even though I got some stick for suggesting that I was going to hand my season ticket in. <laughs> yes, I yeah, am people, going back. People I'm, don't forget stuff, do they? They still have to bring that up. Quite I'm much. so Just fickle. Let it go. Just let it go. Heat of the moment. Heat of the moment. Is, do, you know, do you know what? A, a big thing of it was that with what we've built up with... Web now, it would essentially, and it, I, I was. This this is probably for another time, 
rather than now. But we, we we've done it, put a lot of hard work into it, and yeah. my son wanted his season ticket, and I just I thought with Wab and with him, probably more him than Wab, but uh, it was like Priorities, it, it, yeah. yeah, it'd be a shame. So. Yes, I have got my season ticket. I'd always be a Blues fan, whether I was there or not. Um, to be fair, you did take there. some convincing to get back on the podcast, didn't you, as well? You're like, I'm done. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I was like, you can't let this go now. You've worked hard to get this up to a good and time. And things have came out as well, haven't they? Whether you believe yes. everything or whether you think there's still more to it, things have yeah. came out. But let's move on. Let's 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 look forward. Let's look f- exactly. Let's look forward to our game this weekend. That is, uh, as the uh, as the badge of Birmingham says, the coat of arms forward. Yes. So let's look forward. Let's look forward. And on that. <laughs> yeah, we're more positive this this week. I think in terms of. Uh, we already touched on the defensive performance against Brentford being a you know weeks negative we, same sort of thing isn't it yeah. the um, you know we weren't we were expecting to line up three four two one then it ended up being more of a five two two one or a five four one um, yeah and I think you know we'll probably go back to some form of a little bit more attacking three four. It's gonna take. I tell you, what, it's gonna take Raymond to sort out these formations. I think. It's... <laughs> I don't. I don't think we'll stick to this uh, three four two one or three four one two formation. I think we might see a four at the back at some point throughout the season as well. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be adverse to that. To be honest with you, I'm uh, four three three. I'm much more comfortable with that. <laughs> Maybe it's just the numbers. I don't know. Yeah, I, it's yeah. I mean, it's it's a conversation for for another day, and maybe we, we might discuss it after after Bristol City or something. But uh, I, I think a lot of people are still the, the jury's still out, aren't aren't they on um, the the current formation? But we'll see how we perform this weekend, and then we'll, we'll discuss it again in in the future. So, Team what do we think? This yeah. Um, I mean, part of me says you give the team that battled hard at Reading a run out again, but ultimately we want to be seen as being playing on the front foot and trying to dictate the the pace of the game and you know just going for it. Yeah, so I don't. There needs I don't to be think, a change or two. I, I don't. I don't see. Davis fitting into something where we're controlling the game and we've said this before the whole reason yeah. that we've bought Sonic Jim is to for that purpose yeah and if we're going to do that on Saturday I think he has to come in I think agreed it's, yeah it, it's time he didn't play at Portsmouth so no. you'd assume that they've got it in mind that he's going to at least play play a part so. Yeah, for me, for me, he would start. I could understand them not changing it, but I think if we want to be more attacking and you know we want to start playing like that, we're certainly at home. Then there are subtle changes that, that, that need to be made, and I think that Sunjic for Davis is the start. The thing is, as well, if if you don't make the start this weekend, 
when you've got the player sat there waiting to come yeah. into the team, when do you do it? Do you wait for a defeat? Now, for me, I'd, you don't wait until you go behind to bring in a better player. And again, there's no disrespect there. No, no, nothing, nothing intended there. You've, you've got to be proactive. You've always yeah. got to be thinking about what you can change to, to, and do to make things better. And you know, it, it's fine being loyal to players. That does, you know, that. But that can only take you so far. Sometimes you need to, you be quite ruthless to take the team forward. And you know, judging by some of the nice touches we've seen, uh, footage of Sunich previously, and some of the training f- footage, you know, I, I, I would, you like to think that he had. He'd be okay. It's, it's, he's settled in. He knows his teammates a bit better now. He's had more training sessions. Uh, you know, he, he's he's probably ready to go. I don't know if we'll see any of the other new um, arrivals start the game, but they'll certainly be involved. Everyone's got international clearance, and I don't know well, the, what the, situation the, is with I Montero. The only the only one that that you might well Montero he he, uh, he he hasn't even been to Birmingham yet, has he? So. He, he, he hadn't. He wasn't yesterday. I don't know if he arrived. If he came up today, yeah. or I'm, I'm sure I he'll be there to watch the game at the very least tomorrow. Won't yeah, I can't imagine he plays a part there. You no. never know. <laughs> you just never know. But he's the sort of player you can bring on for ten minutes at the end of the game as yeah. well, just to stretch it a little bit. So you don't know, but I'd imagine Fran and uh, I nearly said it then. And Fran, uh, him, just Fran. Jimenez, just Fran, yep. and Jimenez will be on the bench, and probably will both play a part at some point in that well, game the, as well. The, you, to think back as well, if Mirabti's injured, is he? Is Mirabti definitely out, or is hamstring he... hamstring problem for for Mirabti? So it's grounds, Kater, Mirabti, and Keftenveld all struggling. All, is all is Mirabti definitely out, or is According he close? To, According to Pep Platter, he's he's out today. Yeah. Okay. So out, yeah. now Magoma went off um, with an injury. I don't know whether it was just cramp at Brentford, but if there is an issue there, and there's no Morabti to come in for him, yeah. Then are you looking at bringing in Fran? Um, Would you bring in Jude for a league start? He, he, he did well the other from- night, so. I think for me, yeah, Fran, again, much like Sonjic when he first came, just two training sessions, probably not enough. And so then do you go with the 16-year-old? I would. League day. I think I'd maybe go with Bailey. Um, But Bellingham did do well against Portsmouth, but Portsmouth and Bristol City are uh, two very different teams. Um, It's... A bit of a toss-up between the, between the two young lads, though. I think for, for me, I mean, so Fran's not particularly old, is he? So no, no, um, he's, it's a, I, I don't think they would play. I'm just wondering. I mean, this is all would... just this is just speculating on McGoman not making it, making it anyway. You'd assume that he's not listed as. They out. never mentioned him as no. being, being injured, but I mean, so, I don't, can Sunic, I, know, I think Sunic is better playing in front of the defence, is he? Instantly dictating the pace of the game from from there, so I wouldn't play him any further mm. forward. Although I think Pep did say he can play further forward, but um, yeah, from not, what from what I've seen, I'd, I'd rather him there anyway. I think I'd yeah, rather yeah. him further back. Um, so so if we if we go through play. the team, keeper, yeah. it's going to be Camp again. Clean, clean sheet yeah. in the league game, mate. Yeah, a very good, good, a couple of good saves, and was oh, actually. Uh, 
ultimate shit housing as yeah. well, wasn't yeah. he? Like, that, let's, that, let's not, that, we, that. we never touched on that earlier on, and that. he deserves credit for that because it he, pisses people off. It's great. He, he does. <laughs> um, that, that that free kick that cleared the whole stand, and he, yeah. he's in the video where he just turns around and stands there <laughs> looking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he was expecting the ball to come back over the, the roof or what. Um, he was, um, yeah, he was very good Saturday, he, calm as well. His distribution was good as yeah. well, which, you know, I think he doesn't get enough credit for sometimes. So. And and he was he was actually quite commanding as well. Yeah, you know which... what he was actually. Yeah, it was more so than than previous. I think he's grown in confidence as well. Yeah, it could, I think could be a factor. Maybe coming a... with Ramos coming in and Stockdale being in uh, out from the cold, and there's also Truman there as well. You know, there's a little bit more competition for him, and I think maybe that's helped with his confidence and he's grown in stature a bit. Watching uh, fucking th- drop a clanger on Saturday now. <laughs> the, um, the thing is, uh, despite everything that's that uh, everything that he's done that has cost us, he ha- he has had numerous clean sheets. They, yeah. I think, did he have? Um, was it more than Norwich or just less than Norwich last season? I can't. Yeah, remember. I can't. Remember. I, yeah, I, I might like be. That, I might be. I might just be making stuff up there. Is uh, that? I'm sure that someone said he was... You're fabricating statistics to suit your agenda, Chris. I am. And I'm not even a camp fan. It's a... <laughs> no, but, you know, so, yeah. So, he'll let's go back to, back to the task in hand. He'll be yeah. in goal. Yeah. The back same, three... Same three. Change. Yeah, it's got to be uh, Dean, Robertson, Pedersen. Yeah. Wing same backs, wing you backs. would assume, are going to be the same. Yeah. Colin and Seddon. I can't see any changes there. Certainly not from Colin's side. No. Um, so we're going with Gardner and Sunjic as our midfield two. Oh, I would, yeah. I Gardner's Gardner's going to keep his place for me, um, and then you've you've got to play Sunjic. I think. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, I, I think I, it's I daft agree. not to. And. I guess the same front three, if Magoma's fine, um, would be. Yeah, yeah. If he's if he's fit. If uh, you, not, I, then I think that I, I think the only change that you make if if everyone's fit, I think the only change that you make is is Davis dropping out for Sunjic. Yeah. I think that's the I only agree. one. Um, and like like we said, gradually change it. Bring bring people in. Yeah, we've got the new. The new guys will be on on the bench, probably maybe not Montero, but the other guys, and then I, I imagine they'll probably see some some game time as well, or maybe the others will play so well that we don't need to bring them on. Who knows? So, what are we thinking results wise? Uh, do you know what? I haven't even I haven't even put any thought into it. No, you kind of got distracted by transfer windows and. Lack of activity and Jefferson Montero and yeah. just uh, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> just 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 been a distraction. So Bristol City didn't they played some nice football against Leeds, but Leeds just picked them off uh, on Sunday. And I thought beat them co- comprehensively. Was it three one in the end? Yeah, it was three one. Yeah, and um, they look shifty at the back, and I really hope we can take advantage of them the same way that that Leeds did. So obviously they've just brought in who we were after as well, uh, Benekafobe. Benekafobe, yeah. So um, 
that's going to be a. I mean, that that might be another one because they've only just signed him. That it, maybe he's in the squad and they bring him on late on. Yeah, they brought in a few players this week, didn't they? Um, Hannah, 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 Hannah who's she? Uh, yeah, well, the, um, Portuguese right back Pedro Pereira, Hungarian midfielder Adam Nagy, and as you say, Ben Benikafuri. They also lost. Um, Marlon Pack, yeah, uh, captain to Bristol, uh, to Cardiff. He is already at Bristol to uh, to Cardiff City. So, you know, um, it will be interesting to see um, how they do this season. But I, Lee Johnson is such a little twerp that you know you kind of you, okay, you want to win anyway, but you want to win and almost win controversially just to piss him off. Yeah. And rub it in his face. Yeah, yeah. What, what, he, he's that—he's that type of bloke, isn't he? Where you just—you just, you just oh, it, like you would go round to his house and put a shit in newspaper and light it on fire <laughs> on his front door, just and then stand there watching him. To just yeah, <laughs> <laughs> is that a bit far? Is that taking it a bit far? I think, that, I think that might be a bit far. I hope no one does that this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> that'll come back at me <laughs> that, that'll definitely come back at you um, I think I kind of fancy us for this I, I, you know, I think we'll, that 1-0 win uh, last weekend unexpected will help the lads with the, the new players probably lift the place a bit they got beat on their own, own turf comprehensively last week by Leeds you know, I, th- I think we can. I think we can turn these over. I don't think it's going to be easy. Um, but, not going for two-two, no. I did. I did no two-two. It's not my go-to two-two. Go-to. Uh, not your uh, go-to two. prediction. <laughs> but I fancy us to score. But I also fancy them to score. Uh, I think we will probably just nick it. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna go two-one. So what's that with fans? But. So two one to blues is thirty nine to four, and I am going to go with. Oh, this can't one uh, nil blues. Again. Again. Again, he's going to do that all S- season. Seven to one on fans bet. Yep. I'm going to. Oh well. Well, you never know. Well, no. Based on last time, I'll take it. <laughs> I, I hope that I hope that we're we're uh, a bit more expansive. As we keep saying, I hope that we're a bit more expansive in the game and try a bit more with the working with the ball. But yeah, yeah. one 0 Why not? Yeah, no, I, I I'm positive. I think we. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I think we will get something tomorrow, and I do. And I do think um, we will play better. Well, no, we will. We'll definitely play better football. It's not a think about it. We will. I'm confident we will play. Guarantee you. Guarantee you putting a guarantee pr- on mate, this. I am guaranteeing that we play better football at least for five minutes on Saturday. Ah, okay, for okay. five minutes. Is that you? <laughs> is that the uh, that the small print? Is it? Yeah, that's that's that is the smallest print. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll find out, and we will discuss it next week. But until then, enjoy the game, have a good weekend, and keep right on. Keep right on.